How could Matt Boldy possibly one-up his impressive rookie campaign? I'd say he did all right. We give our season eval for Matt Boldy's 2022-2023 season today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. That's right. Welcome into another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you, as always, for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. If you are a first-time listener to Locked on Wild, we welcome you in and hope that you stick with us through the off-season and beyond. If you are an everydayer that listens every single day of the week, we are glad to have you back. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we recap Matt Boldy's impressive sophomore season. We'll hand out some letter grades. We'll look deeper into the stats, and we'll also take a look at what he can possibly do in year three and beyond. My name is Seth Topol, your daily Minnesota Wild insider, and it was all in all a very solid season for Matt Boldy after a very impressive rookie campaign that I still to this day maintain could have won him the Calder Trophy had he not gotten injured before the season started. And so we were just looking to see more of the same from Boldy in his second season, Here's some things that happened for Boldy along the way. He absolutely takes over the month of March with Kirill Kaprizov on the shelf. He gets a brand new contract extension, seven years, $49 million. And he hits the 30-goal plateau as well. So not bad for a guy that is uh, still just trying to kind of find his way at the NHL level. Let's look at the stats for Boldy. He played in 81 games this year, 31 goals, 32 assists, and so obviously shattering his previous career bests, which were set last season. Uh, He was a plus one on the season, but I think by now the troubles that this team had in five-on-five scoring, pretty well known. Uh, Boldy also uh, had 23 even-strength goals, Eight power play goals, those both career bests, five game winners. He had 18 power play assists, as well as uh, 14 even strength assists. 255 shots on the season, which more than doubles his previous best. Shot 12.2%, averaged 18 minutes, 30 seconds of time on ice per game. Uh, Was a plus 50% uh, faceoff winner as he won 77, lost 64, 26 blocks, 65 hits, which was uh, a surprise number for me to see uh, based off of how bold he did. 51 takeaways, 42 giveaways on the season. And you look at some of the other underlying stats, and again, huge props to uh, Brett Marshall. Huge thank you to Brett Marshall of Sound the Foghorn for uh, just making these stats so easy to uh, to look at at his uh, player contribution score cards. For Boldy, five on five goals for and against. Uh, his goals four per 60, 2.23, which was seventh among wild forwards. Goals against per 60 of 1.84 was second amongst wild forwards. Corsi four, 
of 57.88. Again, Corsi, four for those uh, that uh, are curious. Basically, just the events that happen on the ice while a player is uh, on the ice in terms of shots for, shots against, other events that could potentially lead to a goal. And Boldy's 57.88% ranked sixth amongst wild forwards. Corsi against per 60 was uh, 54.71, which ranked third amongst wild forwards. Uh, Five-on-five expected goals. Boldy, 2.53 expected goals, four per 60, which was eighth amongst wild forwards. But 2.31 expected goals against per 60, which ranked third amongst wild forwards. Played a ton of time on the power play, over 301 minutes of power play time. His 26 points on the power play ranked third for the Wild and got a little bit of penalty kill time in uh, throughout the season and actually his uh, expected goals against per 60 while on the penalty kill of 2.35 ranked second on the team. So for Boldy, we really saw the complete package here in his sophomore season and I think... The most impressive part for me that we saw was what he did when Kirill Kaprizov came out of the lineup. Now, if you look at the month-by-month, yeah, you can point to um, some leaner months. I mean, especially the month of February, uh, just four total points. And I think by that point, we had really seen that the Wild just needed... They needed a little something else on that line because... It's pretty obvious that Jewel Eriksson who we'll talk about uh, in tomorrow's player eval, it's pretty obvious that Jewel Eriksson and Matt Boldy have some great chemistry and that Boldy is starting to um, develop some of those defensive tendencies that Jewel Eriksson is so good at. Um, and so I think those two have worked fantastically well together. But it was pretty clear that some of the other guys that were tried in that situation just did not work. You had Felino in that spot. You had Sam Steele in that spot. You had Brandon Duhame in that spot. And the speed guys seemed to be able to help generate more offense for this for that line. But it all changed when Marcus Johansson was reacquired and put into that spot. We all expected that the offense was going to really struggle with Kaprizov out of the lineup. And then what does uh, Matt Boldy do in the month of March? He had 12 goals, five assists, 17 total points in the month of March, including two hat-trick games. He had a hat-trick against Washington. He had a hat-trick against Seattle. He had a two-goal game against Philadelphia. And he carried that into the end of the regular season with three goals in the month of April uh, as the Wilds um, got set for the postseason. But as we saw with... Most of the uh, top-level guys on the roster, just nothing going in that series against Dallas. Boldy only managed three points and was pretty critical of his performance um, in that series after the fact and just saying that he needed to be better and uh, and needs to to just flat-out be better uh, come postseason time next time. And, you know, the, the thing I think the biggest takeaway from what we saw from Boldy this year is 
the amount of growth that he's showing as a 22-year-old. Boldy's still 22, and he showed in March that he's capable of being that alpha dog, that top guy. He's capable of being that guy. Now, that's not to say that if you put anybody on his line that he's going to be able to find that same level of success, but you put two good line mates with him, uh, a more than capable center in Jewel Erickson Eck and a, a good wing in Marcus Johansson. You put two good players um, on that line with him, and he's going to do some really good things. We saw that last year with Kevin Fiala and Freddie Goudreau. You put some players around Boldy that, uh, that can complement that skill set, and he is very capable of taking over and winning games. Now the question, and we'll talk more about this to end the show today, the question is how do we translate that to the postseason and how do we build of what he was able to do this year, uh, which was being kind of a surprise 30-goal scorer before that explosion in March. His numbers were looking like it was going to be a, um, a little bit of a down season after his freshman campaign. But all it takes is a hot stretch to uh, to just change all of that and Boldy more than did that um, in the month of March this season. So all in all, a lot of really good things. Um, and as we'll talk about in the letter grades coming up next, some really underrated parts to Matt Boldy's game that, uh, that I think are going to leave some excitement for what he can do uh, beyond this season as now that first season of his extension will kick in next year. Um, 31 goals, and he made less than a million dollars this year. Not bad. So we'll talk about the letter grades coming up as we uh, take a look at um, just every aspect of Matt Boldy's 2022-2023 season as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, once again, thanks for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. For the everydayers, we'll talk Jewel Erickson Eck and his season recap on tomorrow's show, so make sure you tune in as that's going to be an interesting one to get into um, with everything that Jewel Erickson Eck does and the effects that we saw without him in the lineup uh, in that series against the Dallas Stars. So make sure you tune in for that tomorrow. Uh, and just continue to, uh, we thank you to continue to listen to Lockdown Wild here throughout the week and throughout the offseason as well. 
Let's get to letter grades for Boldy uh, offensively. I think if you look at what Boldy did this season, let's let's consider a couple of things. When Kirill Kaprizov plays, Kirill Kaprizov is the the top the top guy. He's he's in the top in the pecking order uh, in terms of of shots, in terms of goals, in terms of everything. You want Matt Boldy to be the number two guy, which doesn't necessarily mean that he needs to take over on a nightly basis. He just needs to be that complement to where when Kirill Kaprizov gets shut down or has an off night or is hurt, that he can step up and he can fill some of that gap. And we saw that from Matt Boldy this year. We saw that in the regular season. The fact that he was second amongst forwards on this team uh, in terms of shots is exactly where that needs to be. Shooting percentage dipped a little bit from this year to last year, but you'd expect that with almost double the shots, a guy that had 255 shots in the year, and for that shooting percentage to dip just a percent, that's that's not a, a, a huge concern to me. So I'm going to go for offense, considering that this team struggled in the early part of the season in five-on-five scoring, and that Boldy ended up with a 30-goal campaign, took over the month of March uh, with Kaprizov out of the lineup. I'm giving Boldy an A for offense. And so I I think just did some really, really good things uh, throughout the season, took over when he needed to, and um, we'll we'll talk about some of the things that can uh, be improved upon for Boldy. But by and large, if you're talking offense, I think you got to give Boldy an A. Defense is interesting because I don't think we necessarily think of Matt Boldy as a two-way forward, but man, he's got some ability to be just that. The hits surprised me. The number of of times that he um, was physical out there with almost, you know, you play 81 games, you have 65 hits. He's throwing his body around. He's not afraid to do that, and... Just like I said, I think he's starting to take some of those Jewel Erickson Act tendencies out there on the ice and is really not afraid to be physical or to mix it up or to um, win some battles along the boards. And we're going to talk about that coming up here as well because I don't know if you've paid attention to what the Florida Panthers are currently doing. There's a fascinating breakdown on Twitter of uh, what the Panthers have done to really neutralize some very tough opponents throughout this postseason, and I want to dive fully into that. So look for that probably next week in just looking at the uh, the Panthers' style and what the Wild can pull from it. Um, just just fascinating how the Panthers have been able to to do some kind of zag when where other teams are are zigging and find as much success as they've had here in the postseason. So we're going A for offense for Boldy. I, on off on defense, I'm going to go with a B. I think Boldy is starting to really develop some solid defensive playmaking abilities. Now, he's not going to be somebody as evident by the small amount of time that he played on the penalty kill, but 
it's not a coincidence that you put him and Jewel Erksonek together, especially after just how much the grief line struggled defensively early in the season. It's not just a coincidence that you put those two together and they really start to have some impressive numbers defensively uh, as as a tandem. That's not by accident. That's that's boldly showing some other elements to his game that uh, I just I don't think we necessarily expected. But he he just he has no fear doing that. So I'm giving him a B for defense. Now. Third on the team in special teams points and power play points. Doesn't really play a lot penalty kill wise. I'm going to go B plus for the um, for special teams. I'm going to go B plus for Boldy for special teams because he was a huge reason that that power play was as good as it was early on. Now is Boldy responsible for the warts that? that unit showed in by not having a second unit that was really functional at all. No, he was effective with the unit he was on now late in the year that tailed off. And so that again, I don't necessarily put on him. I put that more on two of the guys we've already talked about in Kirill Kaprizov and Matt Zuccarello. And Boldy, it's interesting too because the amount of struggle that this team had in zone entries on special teams, Boldy actually was pretty good in that category too. So I'm going to go B plus for special teams for Boldy uh, this season. Now, postseason wise, with Boldy fully healthy and whether or not you should be putting that type of of workload and that that type of pressure on a 22-year-old to be the number two guy, whether or not you should be putting that pressure on him is one thing, and that's certainly a fair question to debate. He did not get it done. Boldy did not get it done. And so for the postseason, save for the, the one just amazing assist he had to – uh, Marcus Johansson for the goal in game three. F. And it's fine because, well, it's not fine, but 22 years old, and so there's time to learn from this. There's time to learn from that type of, of postseason performance or lack thereof. And you look at what happened last year, you know, coming in as a rookie, you're not as counted on to perform now being the clear cut number two guy, you know, okay, learn from it and, and build from it going forward. And so it's, it's a blemish. Yes. Everybody on the team has had one so far. So it's really the only blemish on his record this year. And so for the overall body of work, I'm going a minus for Boldy. Honestly, it just, even with the fact that, it looks like a kind of a down season for him heading into the month of March. He just, it, it just was a stretch of hockey that you see from the guys that are, are upper level players in this league. 
And so that just flipped it for me. If he hadn't had that type of stretch and he finishes the year with like 20 goals, then yeah, we're going to bump him down. But just dominated March and really kept this team in it when they lose their best player. And so A- minus for Boldy for a season letter grade. Yes, there are blemishes postseason-wise, but overall just, just a really solid sophomore season for Matt Boldy. And it's hard not to get excited for what he can offer, what he can bring, especially being paired with a guy in Jewel Erickson Eck, as we'll talk about, especially being paired with Jewel Erickson Eck and a guy who has shown year-over-year improvement every year he's been in the league like clockwork. Um, and so to get 30 goals in your second season, it's a high bar to set, but if anybody's going to find a way to exceed that, it's Matt Boldy. So A- minus for a season grade for Boldy. Now let's talk about what comes next and what we need from Boldy going forward. Uh, we'll do that to finish off today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Attention athletic individuals. Are you tired of sacrificing comfort for style when it comes to your activewear? Introducing Bird Dogs, the game changer in athletic shorts. With their unique built-in liner, these shorts offer ultimate support and flexibility, ensuring you stay comfortable during even the most intense workouts. Here's the best part. Bird Dogs are more than just workout gear. They're versatile enough to take you from the gym to the street without skipping a beat. Designed with pockets that actually work, Bird Dogs give you ample space to store your essentials when you're on the move. And guess what? No more chafing or discomfort. Bird Dogs are made with premium breathable fabric that keeps you cool and dry throughout your activities. Whether you're hitting the trail, crushing it at the gym, or simply lounging around the house, Bird Dogs are the shorts you've been searching for. Don't settle for ordinary shorts. Upgrade to Bird Dogs and experience a whole new level of performance and comfort. Best of all, when you head to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL and you enter promo code LockedOnNHL, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. For the everydayers, Jewel Erickson Eck, his season eval is coming up next. And so uh, you can tune in tomorrow for that as we uh, take a look at the unfortunately cut short season for Jewel Erickson Eck. So where does Matt Boldy go from here? Well, his contract extension kicks in next year, as we mentioned, which means that he will go to $7 million per season over the next seven years. And so he's locked in as a top six guy. The thing that I like about Boldy that we saw in pinches uh, in the postseason and throughout the year as well is his ability to his ability to play center if needed. He he's a guy that can win faceoffs. And I think in what will be one of the hopeful spots for improvement from the Wild coaching staff, if it looks as though there are not going to be any changes, is the ability to adapt, the ability to change things up without getting set in a rigid structure. Boldy offers versatility to be able to throw in on a line with Kirill and with Matt Zuccarello in a uh, game-on-the-line situation or as Dean likes to do uh, after a successful penalty kill to try to maximize that offensive, um, those offensive opportunities. I think 
that is something that the Wild would be wise to lean on a little more. Not a ton, but a little more, considering where they are at um, with the center position. Now, for Boldy, the other part, too, as with Kirill, as with everybody, is got to find a way to take that regular season success and translate it to the postseason. The month of March was fantastic with 12 goals and just really dominating every opponent that was out there on the ice. But when it's one repeated opponent and they are looking for every potential opportunity to try to shut you down, you're going up against bigger and more physical defensemen, who can neutralize you out of a play or big physical forwards, you have to try to find a way to break through there. And I mean, I a lot of parallels to what the Florida Panthers are doing because really nobody expected it outside of that locker room probably. It's just having guys just step up and refuse to take no for an answer. Like, that's something that, and again, it's a lot to be asking for a 22-year-old to be one of your top options come playoff time. And so that's something that Boldy will get as he goes. Because as we saw as well, uh, and this is something that we've seen from Kirill over the last couple of seasons as well, is you see those bits and pieces of like, not going to back down mentality when there's some scrum going on behind the net and a player tries to get a shot in on Boldy, um, Kaprizov in this category as well. They are op- They are prone more now to clapping back, which is something that is going to lead to p- teams being less willing to do that if they know that those guys themselves are going to be able to uh, dish it back and maybe even be a little more physical. So Boldy continuing to get kind of that edge, that that sandpaper to his game um, is going to be another way for him to take a step forward. Now, the other thing that I would say, and I think this comes with who was uh, on his line with him before getting paired up with Jewel Erickson Eck and then before Marcus Johansson was added to that pairing because Sammy Walker played there. That line looked fantastic. You take Sammy Walker off that line. You put Marcus Foligno there. Foligno's just not, just not the guy that they needed for that pairing, for that line, that combo. And so the question now becomes, what does this line look like over most of a season? And do you get a little bit more consistent performance from Boldy to where instead of having 12 goals in one month, maybe he ends up elevating to 35, 36 goals, knocking on the door of a 40-goal season where it's more spread out and more even? Uh, and more consistent so that you don't have the month of February where he didn't score any goals. That's the next part of it is just to add some consistency to his game, continue to make some strides 
on defense, and I think being paired with a guy in Jewel Erickson Eck, who by all accounts, you can pull players from every team. I don't think you'll find a single one that enjoys playing against Jewel Erickson Eck, but that's because he's so good at the stuff along the boards, the battles along the boards, and just being physical and just making it a pain to have a guy out there on the ice with you. If Boldy can start to continue to pull some of that from Erickson Eck and add that to his game, he's going to be just a pain to play against. And as he adds some more physicality, maybe a little bit of size, um, some muscle, some more muscle, um, you've got all the makings of a guy who could be a pretty darn good two-way player in this league. So all in all, really not a lot beyond, uh, behind beyond the obvious postseason shortcomings. Really not a lot beyond that to not like about what Matt Boldy brought to the table this year. So the hope is that he can continue to to do that, that now this is kind of the the floor end of what Boldy brings and that he can just continue to find ways to, uh, to elevate it uh, as he gets older. So that is going to do it for today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Again, thanks for tuning in and making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. If this is your first time tuning in, we hope you enjoyed the show and we hope to see you on future episodes throughout the next week, throughout the offseason and beyond. If you are one of the everydayers that makes Lockdown Wild part of their daily routine and their first listen each and every day, we'll see you back here tomorrow. Either way, make sure that you follow and subscribe to Lockdown Wild on YouTube and uh, follow us on your favorite podcast platforms so that you don't miss out on any new episodes throughout the week. We have new content for you every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.